1: Pack-a-Day Podcast. Welcome into the Thursday edition of the Pack-a-Day Podcast, friends. I am your host today, Paul Bredel, joined as always by Mark Eckel. Jason Perrone will not be with us this week. However, we're looking forward to having him back a week from now. But Mark and I are here to talk about the Green Bay Packers 28th overall selection interior defensive lineman, Devontae Wyatt from Georgia. We have plenty to discuss in regards to Wyatt. But before we do, Mark, how is the weather in Myrtle Beach treating you?
2: Oh, it's been beautiful. Beautiful all, all week. Um, high 70s, touching 80. Um, no rain. Uh, which is, we, we broke that streak last week of raining every <laughs> Thursday. So, uh, now it's been perfect. Um, May's here and May means... It's summertime now here, here at the beach, so it's it's good. All all's good.
1: Awesome. And I don't want to get cocky here up in Green <laughs> Bay, but um I think I think uh spring's here. It's been mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> the weather looking ahead is sixties and sunny, and we've had very few days of that so far. So happy to have that. And we also got a report from Alex in Poland all the way across the pond, said, weather is absolutely lovely here in Poland, low to high 60s during the day, sunny, everything turning green, sounds similar here to Green Bay. And on top of that, Alex is a big fan of Goody's selections. And he also adds, I guess I'm finally ready to let, uh, let go of that playoff debacle and start looking ahead to a bright future. Alex, I 100% agree. We cannot dwell on the past. We can only look forward to what's in front of us. And I think many of us are excited about how this draft played out. Uh, so now we'll transition to well, that. It,
2: Jason's not here to give the, the weather in Arizona, but I'll sub for him. <laughs> yeah, It's really hot.
1: Yeah, exactly. And sunny.
2: Yes. <laughs> it's about a hundred and hot and sunny. And
1: all that. <laughs> awesome. All right. So Mark, let's rewind. Okay. It is Thursday evening, a week ago. A week ago. Uh, Packers are on the clock. Pick comes in. They select defensive lineman Devontae Wyatt from Georgia. What were your initial thoughts when you saw that's who they were selecting?
2: I liked it. I liked it a lot. That's. Um, I was surprised at or, or six picks earlier when when they took Quay Walker. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know who I wanted there, but um, not that I, and I like the Walker. The more I l- dove into Walker, I'm like, okay, this is, okay, I like this. This is good. But I just, you know, again, we all have these, stereotypes of what we think they're going to do yeah and i
1: was way wrong <laughs>
2: <laughs> did, yeah we're either yeah because walk inside linebacker was something you didn't he doesn't do that no. right so and no, then why especially
1: especially in an off season where they gave campbell five years 50 million on top right. of it i thought there was no chance well
2: that did follow up to your thing about
1: yes that's true
2: and drafting that's true um, but so i didn't but then at so now 28 comes, and I don't know who I was thinking. Um, I don't remember what I don't, probably one of the safeties. I was probably thinking they were going to go with either Lewis scene or uh Dax Hill, they were both still there, right? Yeah. yeah, and um, but then they said, you know, when they said wide, I went, Oh, okay, that's 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 a good pick. I had him going higher, I didn't, I mean, in my mock, I believe I had him going. Maybe to the Cardinals at twenty three, or he wasn't there at twenty eight. I know that, um, and he's a good. I mean, you know, it's how many times have we heard fans say to us or or tweet to us, or whatever? When are they going to get Kenny Clark some help? When are they going to mm-hmm. get Kenny Clark some help? Well, they got Kenny Clark some help. This guy's pretty good. Um, you know what? You know what we what we did find out. And I, I wrote this for tomorrow, or for later to today, Thursday. It'll be up. What we do know about the Packers picking now? Because we can forget about age now, right? We can forget about <laughs> yep. certain positions, but he takes winners. Mm-hmm. Yes, he took two national champions. Three. Mm-hmm. I mean, yep. when his first three picks all won national titles last year, mm-hmm. you know. And then even after that, I mean, not the seventh round because. By then you're just kind of picking the best players around but um he takes guys from winning programs you know last year it was clemson and, and georgia and ohio, ohio state. state um this year georgia north dakota state which on their level is they're a dynasty mm-hmm. um and then you know ucla had a, had a pretty good year Last mm-hmm. year, they're, they're kind of coming back. Nevada went to a bowl game. I mean, on their level, they were good. Wake Forest had a great year for Wake Forest. They they went to the ACC title game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, yeah, he's and if, but especially first round, he's going to take a power, a good power five, a, a guy from a good power five school. And that's what he. And that's what he did again twice.
1: Yeah, that's definitely the newer, you know. Our been more prevalent these last couple of years. And I think even before the draft started, he was asked about that and like his media availability. And he said, Goody said something along the lines of those, you know, those guys are just, you know, more prepared and I'm paraphrasing, but, you know, coming from those big programs, playing in those systems, going up against that talent, being in those high leverage situation yeah. games, you know, it can, that can all help. in what is a very difficult transition from college to the NFL It can help, help that a little bit, especially when you're joining a team like the Packers who have Super Bowl aspirations. What? So my yeah. I was gonna say my initial thoughts, I was surprised. Uh, like I said, if you listen to us regularly, you know that I dive in to try to try to hone in on what Goody's gonna do and the more years that he has under his belt where you think it'd be, you know, it could gauge a little better. It's actually getting more difficult because he keeps throwing us off his trail. But since two thousand nine, uh every Packers first round pick has been 22 or younger. Since 2015, Eric Stokes was the only first-round pick, who was 22, so everyone in between then was 21. Devontae Wyatt's 24. For reference, and I still can't believe this, Kenny Clark's 26, and Kenny Clark's been around forever. <laughs> so from that that reasoning, and again, that's a very small part of this, um, I, was, I was a little surprised, not as much as the Quay Walker pick. But in terms of what Wyatt can do, his skill set, the need at the interior defensive line position, it, it made perfect sense. You know, I've talked about it on here before that when you have that presence in the middle along with Kenny Clark, the entire defense benefits. That's the linebacker's safeties are kept clean. It might be fewer double teams for the edge rushers to contend with. Kenny Clark, Joe Barry has the freedom to move him around more for those one-on-one opportunities. And the best way to absolutely just destroy a play is quick pressure up the middle. And Devontae Wyatt with that first step of his. Um, that's oftentimes how he gains his his advantage. And he's someone who can do that. Uh, so Mark, I know you wrote an article over at Packer Report where you got a scout's perspective on each of their selections. Yeah, so what right. did what did your scout have to say about? Uh, Wyatt, yeah. Wyatt? Um
2: here's here's I'll read it right off my story is he's smart, he plays hard, he's athletic, he's very good against a run, and he'll become a good pass rusher. I liked him better than Jordan Davis. That's Jordan Davis, of course, was his teammate at Georgia who went number 13 overall. He said, I'm not sure how he lasted until pick 28. So then my guy liked him pretty much as well. Um, you know, we we talked about the offensive line uh, with Jason. Was it last week or the week before? Didn't Two we do, weeks ago. We, we did the defensive line, and we talked about Wyatt, and I, and I had Wyatt very highly – ranked uh we just didn't think first i didn't think he'd be there well we were all hoping wide receiver at 22 Mm -hmm. i didn't and i didn't i no way thought he'd be there at 28 i wasn't sure he'd be there at 22 to be honest i mean i thought he that's where i thought he would go right in that area somewhere um no i like that that's a good i think i think why it's very it's probably of all of the might be my favorite pick i'm gonna say it is it's, it's my favorite pick
1: He was my favorite pick, so I did like my post-draft superlatives and one of them was, who's your favorite pick? And I picked Wyatt for all the reasons I just mentioned because when you have that presence in the middle, the entire defense can benefit from it. Uh, And the Packers' defense even before the draft on paper looked pretty darn good. But in the first round, if you had to pick out two weaknesses on that defense, they went and took care of them. Linebacker two. And, and adding to their defensive rotation. Uh, I mean, there aren't really any holes on this defense in terms of the starters. I mean, is that right, Mark? They're, no, I agree. Yeah, I mean, you can look at cornerback or safety and go to depth, but that's I mean, true, but true for I mean, most on, teams. This, and they're
2: yeah. not done. They're not done. I mean, um, I think Andy pointed out on Twitter today that, you know, at this time last year, there were a bunch of guys that weren't on the Packers that Mm -hmm. made big contributions during the the course of the season. Uh, Rosal Douglas, even uh, Dennis Kelly. So they, they could still add a veteran defensive back. And I think they may uh, depends who comes free. Um, But I mean, yeah, I mean, here's the thing too, with the two, with Walker and, and we're we're getting away from, from Wyatt now for, for for a second, but with Walker and Campbell at linebacker, they're not going to have to go as deep, on, and I easy. don't think you know. Like those two are going to stay on the field a lot, so yes. I think you'll see more five defensive backs instead of six. That mm-hmm, Henry Black role doesn't really exist anymore,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and neither is Henry Black. So <laughs> let me get, let me get back to something you're talking about the age and how the Packers don't. They always draft young guys, and that that's become a relatively new. I've covered them. I mean, I've, I've, this is I don't even know how many drafts it has been. Eighty five was the first one, so um it's a long time ago. It's relatively new where people started being concerned about how old a player is mm-hmm. coming out. I guess okay. maybe way back when they were all they probably were all the same age, so it didn't matter. It wasn't <laughs> right. like this now. But my t- I have I have a different take on that, and I understand. I guess you want a younger guy because he'll play longer, right? I mean, mm-hmm. if you get a twenty-one-year-old versus a twenty-four-year-old, and if, if all things are equal, he'll play three more years, right? If they both retire at the same age. But in this day and age where you don't know what's going to happen after after his contract's up anyway, right? wouldn't a 24-year-old be more ready to help you today?
1: That's a good point.
2: Like, I think Wyatt at 24 can come in and start and be a, make a, more of an impact than if they had drafted a 21-year-old defensive lineman. I don't even know who was a 21-year-old defensive mm-hmm. lineman. If there was one. Um, I also thought, getting back to Wyatt again – I, we all thought the Packers were going to take a defensive line, right? Yep,
3: somewhere. absolutely.
2: I mean early, somewhere with one of the one of their top four picks or at the latest third round, right? And I know people like Thomas Jones from UConn and some other people liked um Ne uh Neil from AM, which I didn't want any part of anybody from AM. Um and there was a couple others that were that were being tossed around. Mm-hmm. I thought Wyatt was so much I, – I thought there was a, a big drop off Mm
3: -hmm.
2: from the, you know, Wyatt or I'm trying to think who who was like, who was like, well, Jordan Davis, who I don't know that, I don't think he would have fit the Packers, to be honest,
3: Mm -hmm.
2: because he's just, he's more or less a nose tackle. So I think why, if if they, if they were going to take a defensive tackle, this was the best one for, for him to take.
0: Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire?
4: You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, Are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment, and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.
1: Yeah, I, I I'd certainly agree with that because, like you said, he's someone who can make a big impact right away. Like he's a three down player, running running yeah. plays, passing plays, and, he and does when
2: he's we, four well too, I think.
1: What was that? I think he fits a three four scheme rather. Yep. Yep. And when we talk about uh, the, the like a linebacker, they'll be able to stay more in that, you know, traditional two linebackers when they're in their base nickel. You know, look at the defensive front, a defensive duo in the middle of Kenny Clark and Devontae Wyatt. Yeah. That's that's some athletic big men that those offensive linemen are going to have to contend with on top of Rashawn Gary and Preston Smith as well. And the run defense for this Green Bay Packers team is, again, one area where they can improve. And I said, I know I had written it previously this offseason, that because the Packers typically play under Joe Barry with lighter boxes, or that's what they did last year, um, they may never be a truly dominant run defense unit just because there's less players there. But they certainly, with the addition of Wyatt and Walker, because I think Walker can really make an impact against the run, he was such a reliable tackler. Uh, and uh, Matt, called, I think believe called him a clone of Devondre Campbell. Um, so that's always a good thing to get a clone of an All Pro. But I think that run defense can uh, really improve this season. And when you have that secondary, if this run defense is difficult to move yeah. the ball on, I mean, that's a thing. Like if if this defense reaches its potential, like they're going to be so so good.
2: No, you're right. I mean, the defensive line now, which was always kind of a weakness. It's pretty it's 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 good and it's kind of deep now too because you have mm-hmm. Clark and Wyatt, obviously. Clark's I think you know how I feel about Kenny Clark. Yes. He's the best player in the team. Should be I mean most underrated player in the league. I mean, I, I think the world of Kenny Clark. Now you have a first round pick who I think is gonna be pretty good and Wyatt. You still got Dean Lowry coming mm-hmm. off maybe his best season.
1: Mm-hmm. I agree. You signed
2: to Ken Reed from um Kansas City, who's a not bad at all, and then he'll rotate in, and you still got and you got T.J. Slayton, who they, I think they expect to take a pretty good jump from his rookie year to his second year. That's five pretty good, that's five pieces there that they can, <laughs> and the best part about it is, from, from getting back to Kenny Clark and what Wyatt can can do, Clark plays too many snaps. Yes. Over the course of this, I mean, you don't want him out there, you know, 75, 85 per, per percent of the defensive snaps because what he usually gets in some games here he can get you can you can give him a couple breathers not feel like oh my god we're going to fall apart and that's and that's what would happen the series that kenny would take a take a few steps off <laughs> boom 15 yard run 12 yard run and you know so now i think they can feel a little comfortable giving kenny some some rest which which will only make him better both at the end of the game and at the end of the season if he doesn't have all that wear and tear on him through 16 games, you know by week 17 he's fresh, and But in the playoffs, he's a lot fresher. So this is good, that the Wyatt pick is going to help Kenny Clark a lot, I think.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, question for you: So this this is just on defense in general, but so it's year two of the Joe Barry defense. We saw again, maybe not exactly apples to apples here, but year one of the floor to year two the offense took a massive jump. Just in addition to the players that are on this defense, do you think that just another year in the system, that familiarity, knowing your responsibilities, can that can that in itself, you know, take take this group to another level? Oh, or is sure. that not exactly the best comparison? No, no, that, that,
2: that's a good comparison. I mean, it's offense and different sides right. of the ball. But, no, still, it always takes – that's why, I like, new coaches – um, when a new coach comes in and they change everything that team usually struggles early on and it takes mm-hmm. time um to learn a different system on both sides of the ball. So I think you saw it last year, like the Packer, the, the, to me, the best defensive game the Packers played all year was the playoff game. Now they lost, but it certainly wasn't the defense's yeah. fault. They lost no. defense held them to six points and three of the six came after a long kick return. So, you know, the, the defense played played a fantastic game. Um and that and they were also that was the first time they were kind of healthy on defense last year. And and they all you know, so no, I think this defense, I think they like Barry's defense. I think the players actually yeah. like playing in it. So that's a that's a plus. And now they have they have players at all three levels. They have good players on the line now. We just went over that. They have the linebackers are very good now. And the secondary, the starters at least are are top of the line so yeah there's if they all stay healthy this defense could be a top five defense if not even if not top three defense I don't know I'd have to go Mm -hmm. through all the defenses but I mean they, they they have guys that can get to the quarterback now they got some run stoppers they have excellent corners and big play corners and good safeties so it's it's a good defense
1: yeah it certainly is and I know that I believe it was both Dean Lowry and Kenny Clark last season uh, complimented Barry's system because of, or what the parts that they really liked about it was the flexibility that it afforded them because they had more freedom to move around that defensive mm-hmm. front to look for those one-on-one matchups. And it's it's not a coincidence that when that ability is there or the The ability to move around more is greater than what has what it has been in the past. That Kenny Clark had one of his most productive seasons as 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 a pass rusher, Dean Mowry as well. Yep. So that's
2: I think I think I think you know Reed Reed had five or six gets like five six sacks a year too, mm -hmm. and that's not a bad addition. Um, But again, taking the defensive lineman, and I think we said this two weeks ago when we talked about the defensive line was. All right, Kenny Clark is signed. Thank God, he's he's going to be a Packer mm-hmm. for a while. But Lowry's in the last year of his deal, mm-hmm. and Reed was on is on a one year deal. Yep. So now there's no pressure, really. You know, they re-sign him, great. But but they don't have to. Going forward, you still have Clark, Wyatt, and Slayton. Yep. And then who knows what else? I mean, they did draft uh, Ford from Miami in the seventh round. I don't know. We'll see what is. I'm kind of thinking he starts he spends his rookie year on the practice squad and mm-hmm. they try to de- de- develop them but but now the days of bringing in these guys off the street like they did let like, the abdola whatever his name was last year from the, the guy from the bears and yep you know snacks Harrison on a, who was on his last legs and just trying to find guys well they found them their defensive line is Wyatt and Clark and Lowry and Slate and they're, they're they're gonna be okay up front
1: Yeah, I I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I imagine it's safe to say Tyler Lancaster played what 300 snaps last season. Oh yeah, you know in that ballpark. Say he was on the team still, it was the exact same defensive front plus Tyler Lancaster. He's not he's not a part of that five man rotation, is he? Probably not dressing for games. Right,
2: right. He's inactive. Oh, that's another guy, and he'll be inactive. But it's a a good, it's a a young player who they kind of like a little bit. Is that uh, Heflin? Heflin. Yep. I think he'll. As of if, if if they keep six, I think he's your six. Right? As of now, or maybe mm. well, probably him or Ford. Yeah. Um, but him, a quick story, but getting back to what we were talking about uh taking guys that, that win and know what it's like to win, guys from Georgia and Clemson, whatever. Um going way back, I remember when I was covering the Eagles, um it was nineteen eighty eight. You weren't born yet, right? Not yet. Nineteen eighty eight. The Eagles had the Eagles had, had been bad for for years. 87, they that was a strike year and they looked a little better, but they didn't make the playoffs. Uh, they they draft Keith Jackson out of Oklahoma in the first round, a tight end who later became a Packer and helped the yep. Packers win the Super Bowl. And he's it's his first game and the, the Eagles go down to Tampa and they and they blow Tampa out, 41-14 final score. And everybody's the Eagle players. Everybody's excited, like, right? We're shocked. Like, wow, maybe this team is going to be, be be pretty good. And I always got along pretty pretty well with Keith Jackson. And so everybody's going around, everybody's, and I'm talking to Keith, and he's like, "What's why is everybody so acting like like we won the Super Bowl?" And I'm like, well, oh, you know this team scored 41 points today, Keith. That's you know, and they won by 20s. This doesn't happen around here too often." And he looks at me and says, "Happened all the time at Oklahoma." He says. I was a little disappointed we didn't get 50. So
1: recalibrating your expectations. Yeah,
2: I mean there's a guy that was used to you know he's coming from Oklahoma where winning 41-14 is like that's that's what we do. I mean, why, why is everybody you know? I had explained to him that yeah, it doesn't happen here a whole lot. This is a good the 41-14's like, you know. And, they, and the Eagles did go on to win the winning NFC East that year and make the playoffs for the first time in eight years, I believe
1: we know that the nfl or at least it's called the copycat league you know when something starts working other teams will adapt it do you think there's anything behind green bay being eliminated the last two years by tampa bay with their front seven the 49ers with their front seven and now we look at what green bay's trying to build uh, here yes. especially with their first round picks anything to that you think or just uh, just a funny coincidence
2: It's not a a funny coincidence. I don't know if they're copying, but again, I think if a receiver fell.
1: Mm -hmm. I agree.
2: If there wasn't a run on, you know, they started early. When Atlanta Atlanta took Drake London, I was like, "Uh Mm -hmm. uh-oh. He's gone at eight. Because you knew certain teams were taking a receiver one way or another. Um, Atlanta, I wasn't sure what they were going to do. When they took a receiver, I was like, Okay, and then because I, I was pretty sure the Jets were taking once. now two are gone, and then Detroit trades up and takes away, and I'm like, they're going to be gone if they don't move up, they're going to be gone, and they were. So, well, I think when the receivers were gone, I think the, the guys in the draft. And listen, one thing about the Packers, they that pick is in before like the other like the other guy's still on stage. Like yeah. The pick before him is still up there shaking hands with Roger and, and waving to his mom and the audience and stuff, and the pick is in. It's not like – they don't waste a, a 10 seconds. So they must have – they have their board, and they just mm-hmm. – kind of the top of the board is who they're taking.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And they want it – like I said, when the receivers were gone, they weren't going to – they weren't reaching for the next best receiver. They weren't reaching for a tight end. They weren't reaching for – they were taking – they said, okay, Let's make this defense really good.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So let's look ahead. Let's project a little bit to Wyatt in his rookie season here. Um, Just kind of what role we see him playing. Uh, So I think I've talked about it here before. Typically in the past, uh, rookies for the Green Bay Packers, early round picks, they can certainly end up playing big roles. Jair did. uh, Elton Jenkins did. Yes. But for the most part, Green Bay tends to lean towards the veteran side of things, at least early on. Now, a guy like Savage, he was the week one starter from week one. He was ready. But for the most part, that's actually kind of rare here in Green Bay, at least over the last few years. So do we expect Wyatt right away to be Clark's number two? And obviously, interior defensive line a little different just because it's so heavily rotated. There's going to mm-hmm. be plenty of snaps to go around for those five guys. Um, but I guess, do you see him being situational uh you know pass rusher run defender early on is going to um, be a three down guy right away or i guess well i think when they plus?
2: go when they're in 3 when it's 3 4
1: yep he'll be out there
3: mm-hmm.
2: i think he'll definitely be the third now will he be ahead of lowry when they if they only go two? Mm-hmm. not opening day
1: yeah that's not kind only. of what i'm feeling too lowry,
2: unless lowry has an awful camp it looks terrible for some reason, but I don't I don't see that happening. I don't think they'll bench I, I think Dean Lowry will still be out there at the start of the season. Now depending on how Lowry plays and how Wyatt plays, I think you might see like let's say the first let's say opening day, Lowry plays I don't know, 60 something percent of the snaps. And Wyatt plays maybe 38 to 40, somewhere like a high 30% of the snaps. Mm-hmm. Maybe by week four, it's a little, they, they it, it goes a little closer. And then yeah. after the bye week, whenever the bye week is probably, bye week's probably going to be week, the week after they go to London, right? That's what they usually, yeah,
1: do. it's going to be early. If... So, um, uh,
2: you know, I would think, I think by the end, you know, by the end of the year, Clark will still get the most snaps, but hopefully not nearly as much as he's gotten in the past. I think Lowry will still have the second most, but Wyatt will be a close third behind you know it'll be it'll be pretty mm-hmm. close between Lowry and Wyatt for who has second and third most snaps. And then Reed will get a lot of Reed will get some snaps as well.
1: hmm Yeah, I, I think that's a fair fair assumption just because obviously we want first round guys to contribute wide right away. Packers want he's that as twenty well. four, like
2: we said before too. He's twenty he's not twenty one, he's twenty four.
1: Yep, exactly.
2: Well so he's pretty
3: the so to play.
1: Yep, but we've seen at least early on uh, that they'll they'll lean on that veteran presence and think yeah. Last year, cornerbacks a prime example of this. Even with Kevin King's up and downs, uh, he was playing over Eric Stokes at least for those first few weeks in terms of snap counts. Anyway,
2: speaking of Kevin King, since you brought him up, I know that's not our topic tonight, but he hasn't signed with anybody yet.
1: Yeah, I, <laughs> it's funny you mention this. I, I know where you're going. I had this thought recently.
2: I'm just saying. And I'm—I've been as critical as Kevin King as anyone, but if he's your fourth corner and you get him, I mean, at this point, he's only getting a one-year deal for minimum, mm-hmm. right? From anybody, is it the worst signing in the world?
1: I—I <laughs> I know a lot of Packer fans will get upset about that, but well, but... you're not
2: asking them to be the one or two anymore. Exactly, that's the
1: thing. Because who—who's the depth? It's. Uh, John Charles, who's a slot corner. And, and Nixon. It's Nixon and then KB Bianento,
4: Who
2: can't, who's, Tony Key hasn't been able to make the roster yet.
1: Exactly. So even with King's struggles as your fourth guy, there's value, a ton yeah. of value in that experience. And it was Ewan
2: Jason that really liked the way he played that safety nickel role. Like yeah.
1: That. Yeah. I thought he did to find some success in that role at the end of the year.
2: I'm just saying as a fourth, yeah. if he's your fourth guy, how many how many teams have a fourth and I, and I know Kevin King is taking a lot of heat here and deservedly so at times. Mm-hmm. But is there a team in the league with a better fourth cornerback than Kevin King?
1: I don't know if I, can, I'm yeah, I mean about really. Mm-hmm.
2: So I don't you know I don't know. I, I don't I, I don't think I, it's, it's right. going to happen.
1: But he has I decided. don't either.
2: I'm kind of shocked one when it's him.
1: I don't think it'll happen either cuz I feel like it's one of those things where he just run his course here in Green yeah. Bay. But right when you started talking, because I was either <laughs> Wednesday or Tuesday, I had that thought and I was like, he's got experience and cornerbacks Then He knows the system. They know him. You know. <laughs> yeah. I don't
3: know. I mean, yeah. have him just. To I mean,
2: he may That's want to start plan. somewhere else too, but again, he's not getting one. No one is. Mm-hmm. It's kind of amazing that a guy with his experience and I guess the injury history scares you as well. Mm
1: hmm. Yeah, and as you mentioned earlier, a lot of Packers from last year's team, or not a lot, I should say, but there's three or four guys who played significant roles who didn't join the team till June, and it's going to be that way for every team across the NFL. There will still be additions made.
2: Now, I think, again, we're getting off our topic why, but we're we're about secondary. The kid Nixon that they got from the Raiders, now Mm -hmm. we all know he was brought here to play special teams because – uh Biasachi loves them and and, and that's and that's great when they need as many good special teams players as they can find. Um but you know he did start some games for the Raiders. Mm-hmm. He obviously he, was, he wasn't great at it, but he he has experience. It's not like he's just a special teamer. He's so he's your fourth corner, I think, right now, unless John Charles um well, outside. I think he he's the backup outside. John yeah. Charles would would be the backup in the slot, I think. And and don't be surprised to see um, Savage play a little slot at times too.
1: I think that's certainly in play because I know Jair maybe ends the season with the most slot snaps, but it's gonna be week to week for him. If know, if the best if the if the opponent's best receiver is a boundary receiver, it's where Jair's gonna spend a lot of his time. And the only like I'm using air quotes everyone, true slot corner on the roster, other than him, if you even want to consider him that is John Charles. Second year fifth round rookie with minimal experience. Obviously, that's not to say Stokes or Douglas couldn't find success there, but they haven't really played there. Well, I so. think it
2: depends on who the matchups are. If it's mm-hmm. if your slot is a is a your best guy or a fast guy, yep. you don't. Yeah, you want Alexander or Stokes on them.
3: Mm-hmm. If
2: it's a if the slot guy's a big, strong possession type, you want Razul on. You don't want mm-hmm. Razul... As much as I love him, his his weaknesses he's not as he's not nearly as fast as the other two guys. You right. don't want him covering a four four guy. You want him on the big strong guy. You can put him mm-hmm. on tight end sometimes.
1: Yeah, I was just going to say that you're playing the you're playing the Chiefs. Kelsey's in the slot.
2: That's Rozo's on. Yep. Yeah. Right. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Um, they
2: don't. What I won't be till the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree with that. It's it's going to be. I feel like sometimes we can pigeonhole players into spots, but that's just not the case. It's going to be week to week, and that secondary, the cornerback position, I should say specifically, it's gonna it's gonna change just depending on who's across the field from them.
2: So why? are Getting back. So why it was your favorite pick?
1: Yeah, he was. Just Runtil. Runtil. like I said, if he. If he can be that guy, which he certainly has the traits and pedigree to be, like I said, when you get a guy like that in the middle, when you already have a Kenny Clark, everybody on that defense benefits. Oh yeah,
2: I mean, just like that's that's what I say about Kenny Clark all the time is that
3: Mm -hmm.
2: when why I think he's so good is he makes everybody else better. Dean Lowry plays so much better when Kenny Clark's (laughs) out there and playing well. You Mm -hmm. know, when and when Kenny's banged up, then it kind of messes everything up because they're just not. They're not good enough. To, I hate to say it that way, but they're mm-hmm. just, he makes them better, Um, which is the ultimate compliment, I think, to give a guy that he makes players around him better. So now why – Why? this could be – it's going to be fun. The defense is going to be fun. I'm not going <laughs> to mind – I'm not going to mind as much now when they win the toss. Yeah. They right. I hate when they do that. I want yeah. – I know why they do a second half. I know. I want to get the ball and go down and score and take the lead. Well, now they might – they might score on defense. <laughs> they yeah. might go down and get a, you know, get a defensive touchdown.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. It's it's definitely going to be fun to watch. It's going to be, it's still Aaron Rodgers. It's still Matt Lafleur. But it this this year's Packers team is going to have a different dynamic than the ones we've, that we've grown. Joe and Joe, I guess Joe Barry was a pretty happy guy draft night. Huh?
5: No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com, code program. Yeah, I can
1: imagine so, <laughs> goodness. I, I can't imagine either that it's a coincidence that they hire a former linebacker coach and they take to a be their coordinator. Campbell, not that he couldn't have done it elsewhere, but becomes an all-pro. Packers yeah. then spend a first-round pick on the position. A lot of uncharacteristic Packers moves you know, since, at least in that regard, since Barry's gotten here, I have to think that he's, you know, his, his voice is being heard at least a little bit.
2: Oh, absolutely. I mean, so they, and they went, yeah. And like you said, he, he's getting the most out of his players. That's what I mean. Like you said, Campbell, we, we both like you loved him. I loved him. Yeah. I wanted him two years ago when he went from Atlanta to Arizona, you were all over him last year. I didn't realize he was up. Um And we saw how, what he did in that defense and became an all pro and, um, yeah, it's it. Like I said, the defense is going to be it's going to be fun. Now they, now just let's just hope special teams got better. Yes, so I think it did, but until I see it, yeah, that's. Well, the point right I think, right I'm now. pretty sure they'll have 12 men on the field all all the time now. <laughs> or not 12, you know? They, yeah, not 11, many, yeah. but, well, they can have 12 because they only had 10 last year, right? So they can make up for it. Right?
1: <laughs> they get to carry over, right? <laughs> you know, they'll have Any... 11 guys out
2: there most of the time. I think. I hope.
1: Any any final thoughts on Wyatt Mark, or did we cover everything?
2: I think we covered. I'm just like I'm, I'm with you. It was my um, and I, and I liked most of the draft. I didn't like I said that third day was incredible. Um, but yeah, if I had to say what pick I'm the most I was most pleased with when it happened. Yeah, getting Wyatt at 28, I thought was great. Not just a great, a, a good pick for them, like for all the reasons we just said. But pretty good value. I didn't. I did not think he'd be there. Mm-hmm. Like if. If they would have taken Wyatt at twenty two and and Walker at twenty eight, I would have still liked it.
3: Mm-hmm. I, exactly. I thought
2: I think most people had Wyatt ahead of Walker. To be honest uh-huh. with you, um, so yeah, it's I, I mean, again, yeah, it's all it's May, so everybody's happy and optimistic. Yep. But <laughs> we'll see in September. But I think I think people are going to like what they see with with Devonta Wyatt.
1: Yeah, I agree as well. Um, so I know we referenced it earlier, but this past or a few days ago over at Packer Report, you had a scout's take on each of the draft picks, not just yes. Devontae Wyatt. Um, and he referenced another article that's coming out yeah, out today. today. Just what we
3: just
2: talked about is how when you're trying to figure out who the Packers are going to take next year, don't worry about RAS or age. Look for the teams that did the power, a Power 5 team would have, that had a good year. That's what they're taking a guy from. So, Mark
1: Mark directed that article at me personally.
2: No, 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 (laughs) (laughs) not just you, the whole Uh, world. I mean, and again, it wasn't, it was, it was made sense what you, what everybody was saying. Yeah, yeah, they Mm -hmm. they don't do this, they don't do that. Well, the one thing they still do, the only thing that they've still done is they take guys from winning programs.
1: Honestly, when those first picks came up when those two picks came in in round one, one of my first thoughts was I'm not going to be able to talk about this end next year because this is pretty <laughs> much a, the last two drafts. A lot of that stuff is gone.
2: <laughs> well, Stokes was kind of young.
1: Yep. Yep. That was right. But um, the Raz stuff in 2020, they bucked a little bit. Um, Amari Rogers, his size at receiver mm. was different. So there was, there's a few things again, there hasn't been anything consistent, but Definitely, definitely well, break
2: Did Wyatt have a good RAS?
1: Yeah, I think just about all their draft picks were like, not just good, but like elite in terms okay, of their so
2: athletic yeah. that way, I guess the kid from South Carolina didn't. That was fifth Yep, round. it was
1: a little below. Yep. it was
2: fifth round, that, so that's a good pick, too, I think.
1: Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, so And then, uh, what was that?
2: What do you have coming up on all the things that you do?
1: Yes. So at Dairyland Express, I am going pick by pick, taking a look at the players. So I'm covering the need at the position, why they choose to address that position when they did, uh, the role that I'm you know, projecting, anticipating that the player will have, um, some of their college stats, some of the more important ones, I think. And then after that, I just uh, post a few of the uh, pre-draft reports or some analysts just for just for a little different perspective on on those players. So I have those coming out of Dairyland Express. Did Quay Walker, did Devontae Wyatt. We'll get to Christian Watson here and then just tons of other stuff. We'll keep pumping out the content as we, as we roll on here. But as always, Mark and I appreciate you tuning in. We'll be back next week, Thursday. Tune into the Pack-A-Day podcast every day. And until next time, friends, take care, stay safe. And as always, Go Pack Go.